Welcome back to the Dad Stop Podcast. This is episode 8.5, a dad's response to episode 8 titled Cyberbullying and Internet Safety. Jumping right in. I'm actually excited about this conversation that we had uh, because it's one of those conversations that needs to be had, right? We live in a different day and age. Um, when it comes to kind of the cyber stuff, the cyberbullying, that's a real thing. That's a big thing. Um, and so the conversations that we had were kind of about that. One of the first things that I asked, I'm just going to jump right in, is um, I asked my daughter, let me back up. Last week, we had a really, con- really great conversation, right? One of those conversations where, like, as a parent, you walk away, like, bumping your fist, like, yeah, you know, I just did a really good job. We connected, like, all those things that you feel as parents when your kids open up to you. It was one of those. Me and my daughter already have a great conversation. So this one was just extra deep. Like I felt it. Um, and she was like disclosing some information. Like I felt like one of the girlfriends, right? Like she was just letting me know some things about a crush that she likes and whatnot. Uh, and I asked her during this episode, why does she feel comfortable to talk to me uh, and just kind of be real during that time, during that specific conversation? Telling me stuff that she usually would probably just tell her friends and not tell her parents. And so I asked her, just what about that circumstance, that, con- that environment that just made her feel comfortable? And I think that's important for me to know. Um, not necessarily to manipulate, but just like uh, during those times when conversations need to be had and we need to get to the root of something. Or I need to make sure that she's comfortable just so we can have a deep discussion. I need to make sure, uh, just keep in mind, be sensitive to the environment which he feels most comfortable in inside the context of our home. And she should let me know. She was like, listen, we was breaking some bread. One thing is big at the Ridgeway household. We have fun when we eat. And now that I think about it, a lot of the good conversations that I have, not just at my house, but all around, are usually done either over coffee or over some food, right? Um, something else that she said was it was at night. Uh, at nighttime, when we're kind of getting ready for bed, it seems to be the time where we're just kind of at our goofiest. It's kind of chill. Uh, all the daily tasks that need to be accomplished are either put off for the next day or they're just kind of out of sight, out of mind. Um, and so it made sense. Um, and uh, it was just kind of the space, the, the mental space. We're, we're goofy. We're being ourselves. And so just I'm walking in front and years down the line and I'm just thinking of like, all right, when it's time to have these difficult conversations, my wife always calls during this time. All right, I'm back. But when we're time to have these difficult conversations to understand like, okay, in this environment, at this time, in the kitchen, right before bed at night, these are the best times to have these kind of conversations if we just need to go deep where she feels most comfortable. So as a parent, I think that that's important for other parents to just think about, you know, maybe think about the last time that you and your kid or your teenager, whoever had a really good conversation. Just think about, man, what was it? What was it about the environment? The it's kind of the, the context of that situation that actually might be a good question to ask them. I'd be interested to see what, what your kid talks about or what they disclose to you or what they just say. When are they at the most comfortable? Um, 
anyways, just a thought. I know, you know, one of the things that I picked up on, so I was a youth counselor at McLaughlin Youth Center, and for those that are just listening, because we have listeners in, in Utah now, in Ohio, Hawaii, um, so shout out to you guys. Uh, but I worked at McLaughlin Youth Center, which was a youth behavioral treatment facility, a youth jail, essentially. And a lot of the times, the best conversations I ever had, like heart-to-heart conversations, they were when I was just at the gym there and we're just shooting free throws with the kid or when I was playing a game like chess or spades or connect four and it was just kind of us chilling walls down, maybe talking a little bit of trash, but that seemed to be when they were at their most vulnerable. Um, But when their heart would be softest and also that they were uh, the most likely to just, just talk. And so finding that space in your household and in between the, the relationship with your kid, I think is very, very important, right? Um, but yeah, so we talked about cyberbullying. And a, a couple of the, the questions that I had regarding cyberbullying, one, uh, I wanted to find out if she's experienced this or she's hearing about this. And of course, she is, right? Because this is, I mean, this is the way that people talk trash now. And she identified a couple of ways that she sees or that she thinks it would take place in cyberbullying. First of all, social media, of course, commenting on people's comments, maybe clicking in uh, a post, screenshotting and sharing it around. Uh, those things are obvious ways for cyberbullying. She also said in a text message, right? And nowadays, you, this is so common. Uh, person X is talking or saying something behind the back of person B right? To person C. Person C screenshots the message and sends it around to person B, and then it just starts up all types of drama and whatnot. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that over and over and over again, how that has led to bullying. One of the things I'm really passionate about this and addressing this is because, you know, some of the, um, the young teenagers that I've encountered uh, have been really impacted by this by cyberbullying to the point that they tried to take their own life. And you got to think about it. I mean, to them, their whole life revolves around social media. And even in this conversation I have with my daughter, yet she can't get past the point. Like, yeah, but what about what so-and-so thinks about me? Like their whole life revolves around what people think about you, even people you would never even care about. And I think, you know, honestly, if we're honest, as adults, it's the same exact thing. Uh, But I would say that across the board, more adults have had time and space and uh, years lived to get to the place where they don't care what the next person thinks. When you're in the mind of a 12, 14, 16, 18-year-old, they don't have that yet. They don't have that maturity that comes from years lived. And so everything evolves around what people think about them, right? Which nowadays is around people's social media. So cyberbullying is a huge thing. Um, so I don't know if you know that as parents, uh, but it is. And here's the other thing that I've been thinking about, too. Um, I had a conversation with somebody, and they said that uh, they were thinking like, hey, I wonder if you're putting like these scenarios or these questions in your daughter's head, um, and she has yet to even experience it. Like maybe you're actually planting in there. Maybe you're jumping way ahead, and she's not even there yet. And I thought about it, and no. This is why I think that that's false. It's because nowadays, so many kids have cell phones, right? 
Um, I think my daughter was in fourth grade when a kid had a smartphone. Listen, if kids have cell phones, they have social media. If they have social media, they have access to the internet. Like all those things are entwined. So whatever age the average kid has a cell phone in, that's the age that they're going to be talking about pornography. Whether they have a conversation with you or whether they have it behind your back, they're having that conversation. It's taking place somewhere in their life, right? Or you have to assume that it is. It's closely around. Um, with cell phones come social media. So I mean this, uh, having Instagram, having Facebook, social media, that is definitely a conversation that you have to have. Internet safety. One of the things that I brought up, and excuse me if you think that this is too early for your child to hear, um, but sexting and like taking inappropriate pictures of yourself and sending it. Whether or not you think your child is there, that's definitely something that they've either not necessarily encountered, um, but something that you know someone else has encountered and they know about. You bringing it up is not going to be the first time they've ever heard about that, right? Uh, if you want to really cringe, I was just having um, one of the classes with some 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds, and they were talking about how, I, I ask this all the time, during this class that I teach and oversee, I ask them, I say, hey, listen, if you were a parent, what age would you allow your child to have social media? And all of them say, oh, if I'm being completely honest, 16, 17, maybe 18 years old, right? And then I started, you know, just kind of ask a couple of questions after that. And you wouldn't believe how many of the young girls said that when they got on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, all that stuff, at a young age, 10, 11, 12, how many grown men or adults would send them inappropriate pictures or would say something inappropriate in their, they said it was just so random, so all the time, so consistent. Uh, so if you're not having that conversation with your child and they have social media or they have a cell phone, you should. Because one thing I, I know for sure is that you want them to be prepared if they haven't encountered that when the opportunity, not opportunity, but when that circumstance does arise. So one of the important questions I talked about with my daughter too in this conversation was let's just talk about taking pictures of yourself, right? First of all, um, you want to make sure that anything that's on your camera roll or anything that you send to somebody would be a picture that you wouldn't want me or mom to see or someone else that you hold high regards in your life. And in her life right now, it's also my, her grandparents, um, her grandma on her mom's side and her grandma on my side, my mom, right? And I always just say, okay, cool. Whatever text you're sending out, uh, whatever pictures you're, you're, you're showing with your friends, you have to make sure and set a standard and filter out by saying, should I send this by saying and thinking, would I want my mom or dad to get this, or to see this, or to read this? And then we talked about, okay, why is that not safe, right? Because you don't know who's on the other side receiving that picture. Anybody could be asking for something. And I've seen so much bullying and cyber bullying by this content right here, right? Or I've heard of this. I shouldn't say see this, heard of this. Person A sends a picture to person B. Person B screenshots it and sends it off to his or her homeboys or homegirls or teammates or whatever. That happens so often. Um, and I think I would be crushed if I heard that that were to happen to uh, anybody, any kid, especially my daughter or one of her friends. And so having these conversations now so that 
you know, that circumstance doesn't never happens. Or if they're asked to send them a picture, send a picture of themselves that they would be able to respond appropriately. Um, so anyways, we had a lot of conversations about that around social media, around internet safety. And I think all those conversations are important to have. Um, my wife is calling again. I need to answer it. So this is the end of the episode. If you like this, please continue to, to like, to share, to comment on it, to subscribe um, on the streaming platforms that you stream on. We appreciate it. Uh, we like the community that's being built around this. And we are making strides at putting together stuff for social media. Dad Stop on Instagram and Dad Stop Pod on Instagram and Snapchat. Not Snapchat. I don't do no Snapchat. Instagram and TikTok. It's coming. Anyways, if you, if you like this content, like, subscribe, share, comment. Um, and make sure you rate and review on whatever platform you're streaming on. That helps us a lot. Appreciate it. Have a great week. See you next Wednesday. Or you'll hear me next Wednesday. That's what I should say.